Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Not Quite Otaku Anime Podcast. I am your host, Joe Dunn. I am your other host, Brandon. And today we are going to be doing a little back-to-school episode. Um, I know we're almost at the end of the month, but... It's, uh, you know, it's still September, almost. It's still September, yeah. So uh, we want to do this a little earlier, but then like life happened, so um, we're doing it now. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah, so we're going to do a little back-to-school, talking about a couple shows um, kind of within that school setting that anime is so well known for um today the two shows uh well actually kind of technically three so we're going to be talking about uh relife which was uh came out in 2016 and then we're also going to be talking about the melancholy of haruhi suzumiya and also the disappearance of haruhi suzumiya so those came out between what 2006 and 2010 altogether. yeah i think that's the right range so um but first let's just uh kind of catch up and well, first, I want to say, like, thank you for anyone who's been listening. Um, hopefully, please tell your friends if you like it and, uh, you know, keep spreading the word. And uh, send us emails and give us feedback or questions or topics to talk about. Yes, we are interested in hearing what other people have to think uh, or have to say and what they think might be interesting. So if you are sitting there and you're like, oh, I- I'd love to hear about this. Don't think about it. Write it to us and tell us. And also, yeah, we'd love to hear feedback. Um, it's a NQO podcast at gmail.com. Yes. So, um, Brandon, anything new in your life in terms of anime? Um, no, not really. I've really just spent time watching these two shows um, and still catching the weekly My Hero. Yes, that's about that's probably the that, same. That's about it. Yeah, that's, I think, the extent of my, my anime watching right now has been uh, watching, especially Haruhi, uh, that took a lot of effort to watch. Not, not because, well, not because of the quality of the show, but just there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff to watch. So um, I think that's basically, um, I think I watched, I think, I, I think I've watched a little bit of um, Monster Rancher while doing things. <laughs> watched, uh, how, watched. How far into that are you? Oh, I'm like only like six episodes maybe or something. I don't and know. when the are wolf, you going to quit watching it? Never. I'm going to finish it. <laughs> no. I'd like to finish it though. I think it'd be cool. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But... I did I did watch a couple episodes of Korra with my roommate. He started watching that recently. Um, debatable yeah. whether it's anime or not. You can get into that another time, but uh, it's yeah. a decent show. See, I never... I didn't, I couldn't get into the, like, the last Airbender and Legend of Korra. I remember... I don't know, it was probably like six years ago, maybe I think. But like, some uh, someone was telling me about it, and like, you have to watch the last Airbender. And I watched like I watched two episodes of it, and I was kind of just like, eh. Yeah, I'd rather I, watch. Anime. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't able to get into it myself until about two years ago. I finally sat down and watched Airbender and followed it with Legend of Korra. And the last Airbender really grew on me. Uh, I remember not really? liking it as a kid when it was running, but uh, it's a that's a good show. Korra huh. has its ups and downs, definitely. See, I felt like wasn't Korra. I thought was the one that people were really into. Like that was the one that everyone was like, "Oh, this is." Well, I mean, not like people well, were into Airbender first, but then they were like, "Legend of Korra is really good." Yeah, when it came out, it was like that. Oh, not anymore. Yeah, I don't. I, I hear mostly mixed views on it, but I, I still think people that I know, at least, are a little more fond of Airbender. Oh, okay. Hmm. I think Korra was talked about a lot because of. Uh, it taking some, I wouldn't say groundbreaking approaches to the way you know certain social issues were posed, but it definitely included them in the show, mm-hmm. and that was kind of like a oh this is a kids show, but they're talking about such topical things. I think that really kind of pushed it forward in the interest. Oh, okay, 
Well, maybe one day. I don't know. We'll see. Probably not, actually. I'm not <laughs> myself. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think it's just been like, I watched, uh, I'm going through the Frieza saga. I was uh, creating some papers and watching some Dragon Ball Z as I did it. So I'm at, I'm at the, I'm at the point where the Ginyu Force showed up and they just killed, I forget the, I forget the first guy, they, Vegeta kills him. Spoiler alert! If you haven't watched TV, uh, isn't it Guldo or Goldon or something it's like some, that? Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. He's got like he's got his four eyes and he's, he's got the psychic green. powers. Yeah, so I just they just killed him. I think um, Raccoon is now who they're fighting. Uh, so that's where I'm at in that. And uh, I got Dragon Ball Z Universe two for the Switch. So that's a little anime related. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, like it's fun. It's fun because it actually. I mean, you feel really cool when you're doing it, like playing the game, because you can do some really cool stuff with, you know, and it looks like the anime when you're, you know, you're pulling off moves and you're like, you're peering behind someone and then just beating them up senseless. And um, so I'm playing a little bit of that and I'm, I'm very, very briefly into it. I just got to where you you fight um, Vegeta and Nappa in their ape forms, because it's the whole thing is that someone's re- this, like history is being changed. Frieza has like possessed this other guy and then it's rewriting history so you, so like Nappa's not dead he becomes an ape and then Vegeta's an ape and then you have to because Nappa didn't ever become an ape because Vegeta killed him before that right oh uh, yeah that's that, that sounds about right at least not yeah. on earth they might have shown him be an ape somewhere else yeah but not like because but, yeah. I remember yeah what I remember is it's like Nappa gets his butt kicked and then Vegeta's like you're too weak get out of here yeah and kills tosses him. him up and shoots him yeah uh, so and then I yeah and I watched my hero so that's basically been uh, basically been it for me i don't know not much else right now and then obviously we have other stuff down uh, in the pipeline for things to watch so we'll be very busy we will between, be between being functioning adults and <laughs> and trying to watch anime yeah <laughs> just sounds which sounds almost counterintuitive but we'll hey, see you, you can kind of do both you could maybe we'll i still see. pay my bills that's true me too barely <laughs> no um so i guess let's get into this um so we're going to talk about this um i guess like full disclosure we did a, we did an episode we recorded this earlier and we were like this episode is terrible and this one might be terrible too who knows but um but we were but we were trying to talk about these shows without any spoilers and we realized that's just not really possible so um when we go in depth with these shows i think what we're going to do is we're going to just talk about them freely so this is under the assumption that either you've watched it or you don't care knowing uh, important details about a show because it's more important to either you know hear our thoughts on it or you just want to you know you don't care about spoilers some people don't so um here's your warning right now we're going to probably spoil some things we're going to talk about things in depth because i think that's the only way you can really have a a conversation about it otherwise it kind of just ends very quickly yeah it, then it just becomes like oh it's really good watch it yeah yeah it's like it's just like a really really like just very surface level review and it, but um so hopefully like we can get a little more in depth or at least share more of our thoughts on it and like specific moments that stuck out to us as opposed to just like that one thing that happened that i can't really say anything about but it was really serious and it changed the whole plot like you know that's a really that's a really uninteresting way to talk about a show so um so hopefully if you and if you haven't you know if you haven't watched it yet go take the time maybe watch a couple of these um and then come back and listen to it if you feel so inclined but um 
Yeah, so let's get started. So I guess we're going to first talk about, we decided we're going to talk about Haruhi first. So for this, we watched both the Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, which is the 28 episode. I think it's eight. <laughs> 20, it is 28. Because I remember going, it's 26. Oh, no, there's two more. It was 14. Yeah, because it's 14 and 14. So it's uh, two seasons. Um uh two two seasons for the series 28 episodes and then there was the um movie that came out which is one of the longest animated movies two yeah. hours and 40 two, minutes or two, something like 241, that 241 something like yeah. that yeah so it's uh it's definitely a long one it's i mean well we'll get into it but um you know i would suggest maybe breaking it up because that's all it's a long it's a long session um but um but that is uh that was the final kind of thing for the anime it's based off a series of light novels um yeah so i guess let's just start talking about it so i don't know where do you want to begin uh we well i I feel like we should just start at the beginning that's a good place yeah (laughs) that's a good spot very good place to start someone said that once yeah someone somewhere yeah somewhere in this universe so let's um you want to just talk about like kind of just brief outline of it uh yeah brief outline so yeah you you start you follow the story is told from the perspective of kion who is your main protagonist character and he's uh your average high school kid i think they're supposed to be what first year um yeah some of them but i think i think mikoru is a junior they say somewhere but yeah but anyways uh kion uh meets this girl haruhi the titular character and uh, learns that she has some powers mm-hmm. that can kind of bend the universe around her. Um, and his whole experience is trying to keep her from knowing that she has these powers <laughs> because she has a very active imagination and wants the world to be radically different than it is. So makes up she all of these. She wants it to be exciting. Yeah. She wants to have an exciting life. So she makes up all of these stories and goes on these made up adventures, basically, and drags mm-hmm. people around everywhere. Unbeknownst to her, there's all sorts of sci-fi stuff going on around her that is which, her cause. Yeah, which she's the cause of. And so she starts this, um, they start a club called the SOS Brigade, and their whole thing is to investigate mysteries and all these other things. And, and that's the initial start to it. But they go on all sorts of insane adventures. Um, and then uh, they take over the literary club room, which they find Nagato, who is sitting there reading a book who's actually an alien from uh who's like this was it the data integration the the data integration system i think so something like that and so um she's she's basically like an ai almost for a godlike powered machine Mm -hmm. and then there's also um mikoru Asahina, so she is also um, part of the SOS Brigade, and she is a time traveler, so you eventually meet, uh, Kion meets her future version of her, and she's your kind of very, like, well, I guess you say Moe character, the very, like, soft-spoken, always embarrassed, falling all over kind of um yeah that which they i think directly point out in the show at one yeah it's like it's like very much self-referential yeah yeah and then there's um koizumi who is a an esper and he's working there's like a whole group of espers everywhere and they're fighting um in those the empty spaces i think it's what it's called i think is yeah but it's where where when haruhi gets upset 
she um, creates these spaces that happen and there's these like giant kind of like monster, like giant Titan looking kind of things that look almost like see-through um, and they cause destruction basically. So um, whenever Haruhi's upset, that's usually when those things happen. So you have to kind of make sure they have to constantly make sure that she's like not upset. So whether that's, you know, cheating in a baseball game by having uh, Nagato correct the bat so that it always hits home runs or whatever and stuff like that. Or, um, you know, what, what other examples were there of her <laughs> trying to convince her that summer needs to end? Yeah. Well, that was, well, that was, for, that for, was for the, yeah. the endless, yeah, the endless eight. But, um, there's a couple other times where that where there was they were in danger of it happening and then they kept Haruhi happy and it all worked out. So, um, I guess like first like we just talk about like what were your initial impressions of of the show. So know, did you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Uh, no, I'll jump in there. Uh, I I was surprised by the show in the sense that uh, I did not know at all what the show was about going into it, and yeah. so I knew that it was different and that was about it. Um, and I did not expect how heavily sci-fi and fantasy it is. That was where, the thing that stuck out to me, too. Yeah, where you're, they're in a school setting, but it is really a fantasy sci-fi story. Yeah, like, I'd, I'd always heard about this show. Um, you know, obviously, it's, uh, like, you know, it's one that I think a lot of people uh, who, who watch anime or who are fans of, like, have heard, at least heard of, I'd assume. And I know it was very popular when it came out, and... Um, it influenced a lot of other shows and stuff like that. And uh, was it Kyoto Animation who does it? You know, they've done tons of stuff. So, um, they're, you know, it's a well-known studio who did it. But, yeah, like, I was definitely, like, I think when I first, was, what I assumed was going to happen was it was going to be, like, oh, crazy, you know, kind of silly adventures and things like that. But I, but the actual, like, sci-fi elements of it, I had, I, I didn't know how deep it would go. But, that, like, I was pleasantly surprised by that. Like, I think that was the thing that kept me interested in it. Yeah, and that's what most of the best episodes relied heavily on that. And it was removing them from the generic school setting and putting them into something unbelievable. Um, where some yeah. of the school-based things, like the, the baseball game episode, like one of the episodes they have to play yeah. a baseball game against this other school and they need to win because Haruhi will get really upset and create one of these empty spaces if they don't. And it, it just, it was low drama and was kind of, I don't know, forgettable. Yeah, I think like I I think I'd agree with that that for me at least the the more the more and I think this is like a thing about the show for me that it was like I feel like it always left me wanting a little more because I think like when it did the when it did the sci-fi episodes I was like, "Oh, this is really cool." But then I felt like sometimes it would drop those threads, you know what I mean? Like it would it would be going along and then it just kind of would drop and then maybe it would pick up later, but like the episodes where you know when they fought the giant was it a giant cricket or something it was yeah some like grasshopper cricket some giant it was insect a giant bug thing when they go into the computer um the head of the computer uh clubs you know he's he's been like taken into one of those spaces basically or whatever um like that kind of stuff was cool or like learning about nagato being from outer space or you know when kion meets uh mikoru and you know like and then all the different things when he's trying to like figure stuff out like this i don't know i think i just think the supernatural elements for me were really the thing that stood out to me and some of the like more slice of life stuff some episodes i think were better than others i'm trying to like think of more um examples of those but um but yeah like i agree like the baseball episode i was kind of like okay 
you know. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I get it. We can move oh, on. Like, no, like, you know what was an episode that I really liked was the episode, I think it was, I think it was episode six. I don't know why I remember that, but it was um, the one where, where it's like, could have been a dream where or at least Kion thinks it's a dream but then you know it was where he has to kiss Haruhi okay you know yeah ta- yeah I know what you're talking about like that was like a really cool episode I think just like with this with the science kind of supernatural science fiction sort of thing and because they're they're trapped in the empty space right and it's like everyone's gone the school's there it looks kind of normal but then everything's and then that's the thing that saves them out of it and that was like that was an interesting. I don't know. I feel like that was an interesting thing that never got, that really never got readdressed. And that yeah, they, like they left a lot of that in the show, where which, you know they would kind of start building momentum towards something and then just kind of fade off, or they don't really. You know, it's like oh, we're just gonna kind of jump into a new topic. Yeah, like, um, but I agree with you when you said. Um, I do think the show is driven forward very well by any time Kion is trying to figure things out, and it almost has like a mystery element to it. And yeah. I, I've always liked when the episodes go that way, and they did a really good job using you know his inner monologues to produce plot. Yeah, I think that's a really I think they did that really well. That was one thing I really um, as I was watching it, I, I decided I really liked is that uh, having him as a as a narrator throughout the series. I liked that. Um, that setup or that um what's the word i'm looking for that uh, structure i think is, is i thought that was really um it worked well for this show um i thought and it also added the humor to it too so then when they'd be in this ridiculous situation he could be commenting on it but not actually saying it out loud you know so then it, it you know you could get a little bit of humor out of that yeah um, i thought um because this show was like so it was funny, not like laugh out loud funny, but there were things I was like, uh, yeah, you, you know, you, they threw their, their jokes here and there. Yeah. Um, um, what was I going to say? There was something about that. All right. Well, know. we should, forgot. we should move on to probably endless eight. Um, yes. And if I can think of what I was going to say, I will go back to it, but, um, uh, Oh, 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 I know what it was. Okay, sorry, real quick. So, this is what it was. Um, so, we were talking about the, like, the episodes getting kind of like, oh, this is, thing's getting dropped or whatever. So, this was the thing. I, I think I was telling you about it before, maybe, but um, how the episodes aired differently. Like, when it initially aired, and then when season two came out, and how they've they re- kind of shuffled them. And so, that there's, there's, like, episodes, and I think I noticed it because the opening and ending things, themes were different. But it wasn't like traditionally where halfway through a show, the episode, you know, the openings and endings change. It was interspersed. So there was a section where it was new songs and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden towards the end of the show, it was back to the original theme and endings and stuff like that. So um, I'm curious because I think one of the things I read about was that one of them is sort of like following Haruhi's story. The other one's following from Kion's point, which I think is the way that it airs normally now um so i'm just curious like what that would be like trying to watch them in a different order if that would like make it better or worse i don't know yeah that's interesting i didn't know that they rearranged them uh on the second run so like were the new episodes kind of interspersed in between current ones i think so like so if you remember watching pretty it's like not a ton i don't think but if you remember watching there's so i think it's like mm. I don't know 
I just know it's a different order because I'm trying to think of when the when the song openings and endings changed, but I know like that was really noticeable, um, towards the end of the second season, it was like certain, and I don't know if that was part of it, but I know that there's just a different a different order that you can, it can be watched in, I guess. So I don't know. I'm just curious about that. Um, obviously, I'm not gonna take the time to do that because be way too long. But yeah, especially um, for a show you just watched. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like maybe yeah, give me like six years and then maybe I'll think about it. Um, uh, just, and just something else real quick before we do get into the endless eight. Cause I think that's a big thing. Um, just in terms of the characters, like what did you, what were your thoughts? Um, I, <clears throat> I think they were really hit or miss. Like I really like Kion. I think Haruhi was a pretty unique character. Like, a lot of shows will do the hard-headed female lead, but I don't know. There's she just had a something about her I can't quite put my finger on that was like I really liked her character. Mm-hmm. But then you have like Mikuru, who is just your, you know, stereotypical moe girl. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yuki I found to be a kind of interesting concept, but because she is so bland and monotone, like there really isn't character growth there until the movie, which is uh, interesting. Yeah. But. Uh, so you know, up and down. Yeah, I like. I think I'd agree. Like, I, like I was gonna say, Haruhi for me is you know, like you said, there's that strong-willed kind of character that always appears in anime, or not always, but appears a lot in different things. Um, but I think it, it works because I think that's the thing about her in the show that they always talk about is that there's something about her that everyone is kind of like drawn to, or like they're like she's really cute, but she's kind of crazy, so I wouldn't go near her. You know, the one guy who's Kion's friend. Yeah, who's always just talking about how hot all the girls are. Um, he says something about that. So, yeah, I agree. Like Mikuru, um, you know, whatever. I, I, she has a purpose, and it's interesting how like. So we were talking about it. Is that it seemed like Kion and Haruhi, you know, that's like a thing that they're setting up. But then a lot of times during the show, it was just Kion constantly like drooling over her and yeah. like the different outfits and different things. Which I get. He's in high school too, and I guess maybe that's the perspective to look at it. Is like he's a high school boy. Yeah, you know but, what I mean? but he also, I, I feel like they they kind of approached it, like, it's usually he's saying, like, oh, she's so cute, almost like a little kid, sometimes. Sometimes. I feel I feel like later on, like, it got it got more... Yeah, more, I would say more so. More intense. Like, season two, like, by the time the end of season two, he's just, like, he's, you know, he's, like, my hidden stash of pictures, and, you know, I wonder what outfit she's gonna wear, and he's, all that sort of stuff, so... Yeah. Um, I think it maybe gets a little deeper, but... Um, yeah, and like, and like, I like, I like Koizumi. Um, you know, I think he, I think like all the characters serve their purposes pretty well. You know, yeah. Um, I'd agree with you with Nagato. Like, there were some funny things because of her monotone nature, but I do feel like in a way, there there wasn't a lot of growth. But I felt like yeah. her character was and, clear. I felt like, she and was she boring. was she was used as a convenient ex machina way too <laughs> yeah. often. Yeah, that is true. That is one thing where like anything was going wrong they could just but well that does tie into the movie though a it little does bit. so it's actually kind of they it's almost like they acknowledge it later on you know yeah definitely um so i guess all right so let's so let's go into the endless eight so um you know when i was when i'd heard about this show i remember i, I heard i was reading the was the IGN top hundred anime of all time or something. And they give you the, the pluses and minuses of the shows and stuff like that. 
and the minus thinks that the endless eight it's this, it's this terrible section of like you know season two and it almost kind of ruined the show or something um which the setup for it is just to give people context is there's a two-week period of summer vacation where they are stuck in a, in, in a time loop where they just keep repeating these two weeks of summer vacation in different variations and, and you learn in the movie i think he specifically says fifteen thousand times they oh, yeah, well, they mention it. They mention it even during the, the okay, episodes. Because remember, because remember Nagato, every time he'd be like, she she would do, do, do the list of you know, yeah, yeah, that's right, fifteen thousand sometimes. This number of times we went to the the festival. This number of times we did this. You yeah. know, we did these jobs or whatever. And so, so they, so then um, Kion has to figure out. There's something about it that each time he he has to figure out what to do in order to get them out of this loop because. Haruhi feels like there's something missing from her summer vacation, even though they've completed everything on her list. Um, so that's basically the gist of the Endless Eight episodes. And yeah, and the episodes themselves, so it's Endless Eight because it's eight episodes. There's the eight of them. Yeah. And every, each episode is the same with only slight variants. So you're watching the same scenes with maybe a shirt changed and you're hearing the same dialogue with maybe a couple words changed here or there. Mm -hmm. Or like maybe this it's shot a little differently or things like that. Or maybe there's like a a heavier focus on, you know, um, uh, on the fireworks part, or maybe there's a heavier focus on, you know, even like, I think one time it's like, you know, Nagato, they showed her not, they didn't actually show her getting the mask that she gets at the festival. Um, things like that, like she just had it, and then they do the whole yeah. question. Well, oh, why'd you get that mask or whatever? So, yeah, different things. Um, so, with all of that, with and especially with, and I'm curious. This is just like a thought, um, because I can never really actually figure it out. But having had the knowledge, I'm always curious as to if that would have changed, if that did change how I went into watching them. Like had I, had I been someone who, you know, back in 2007, eight, whenever this came out, these episodes, if I was watching this show and I'm waiting each week to watch an episode and it is literally almost the same episode for eight weeks, you know, how would that make me feel as opposed to I'm sitting binge watching this show and I have you know, I can choose. I watched, you know, like three in a row, then two in a row, then, you know, whatever. Like I can, I can kind of manage it and I, and I know it's coming. And I wonder like how that. I, I know for me, if I was watching it on a weekly basis where I was watching an episode every week as it was aired, I would have hated this. Like, yeah. Like I'm, I feel like I I'm not a big livid. fan of, I, I'm not a big fan of this arc as is, but I, yeah, I would have been livid if for, <laughs> I was really into the show and for two months it was basically the same episode every week, well, but they're calling it new episodes cause they are technically new. Well, cause like, I, how much I would do you not hate, have been happy. How much do you hate when you do watching? Like I remember like one just uh, incident that pops out of my head is, is like when watching Wolf's Rain and I remember when that was coming out and you know, we had to watch it each week mm-hmm. on uh, Adult Swim or whatever. And then it was the recap episode. Well, like, and well, Wolfsrain, this a quick side note on Wolfsrain. I love the show. I have no idea who thought it was a good idea for a 26 episode anime to have four recap episodes. I don't well, know yeah, if you've ever noticed that. Four but at it's, the end, it's, right? Or something? No, or it's, it's right in the first. middle. There's, there's, oh, that's right. There's like 10 episodes, four episodes recapping that 10 episodes, and then the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. it's nonsensical. It's bizarre. So, like, I remember how. I remember how much I hated that or how much I just 
I mean, actually, now I think I appreciate recap episodes more. Maybe it's, maybe my memory isn't as good as it once was or something. But like, yeah, like but I for, can for actually a sing, for a single season show, it's it's not necessary. No, you know, like, if you have I, like, a I long like... ongoing show, I can see throwing one in here or there, which I don't think they really do for any shows anymore. But no, like my hero did it, didn't they? They did like a quick recap in between season one and two. Not there really. That, there, there was that. What was that half episode or something like that? Like they might have put out like a five minute video of no 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 it was an actual episode was it I okay to, yeah something I, I had to look that. Nah, whatever yeah not way, important um, so back to the endless scene yeah so that that would have made me angry um I like I said I'm not a huge fan of this I conceptually I thought it was a really interesting thing to tackle I just mm-hmm. think they could have grasped the same concept in three or four episodes like it does not need to be eight episodes long to really get the point across. Yeah, I can see that. I actually, so, because you were saying, I actually found these episodes, and I don't, and again, I don't know if it's because I knew it was coming, I actually found these episodes to be some of the ones I was most invested in, and it didn't bother me nearly as much as I thought, and I don't know if it was because going in, I knew to look for the different things, so it was interesting to look and see, like, oh, okay, so this, this, you know, these outfits changed, or oh, they didn't really, you know, they didn't really focus on them buying the traditional outfits. They just kind of have them now. Or this episode, it was heavily focused on it. Or, um, you know, I just little things like when they were working for the store, handing out balloons, and they were all in those, like, frog costumes, how Haruhi sometimes would come up, come in with a popsicle. Sometimes she wouldn't. It was a different color each time. Or how they were sitting, where the tables were positioned. You know, when they would sit around at lunch, they were all in different positions. I thought that was, like fun because it felt like a game for me um and i was kind of like and i felt like also i was too constantly trying to figure out what is the thing that will get them out of this loop which i was totally not like i totally was thinking the whole time i'm like dude you just gotta kiss her like duh that's the whole thing like <laughs> yeah i was like this guy remember koizumi says that thing about like what if you come up from behind and say like i love you or something and i'm like that's all you gotta do um which it wasn't and i don't know i feel like the I feel like, too, the part of it, though, is the payoff was not as good, like... No, it was a huge build-up to be like, oh, to be, okay. To be like, oh, the thing was to be doing our homework together. Yeah. Like, like having that, a study session. Yeah, that was lame. And Like, it was kind of a... Kind of a... Uh, you know, so... Yeah, especially when you, you spent eight episodes building up the exact same thing. Like, and by exact, I mean exact, because it's the same days... And yeah. yeah, that was just a huge letdown. And I'm I'm guessing there was supposed to be some humoristic ugh, humoristic aspect of that, and maybe a bit of a nihilism there of like, oh, it doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> yeah, but, right. It's like I don't know. So um, yeah, for me, it's interesting. I don't think, but to, to me, I would say the endless eight did not ruin it for me. Yeah, like, I wouldn't you... say it ruined it, but it was uh, it was the roughest part for me. So, going from there, we go through the second season. I think then after that, it goes pretty, goes pretty well. I think. Um. Oh, I was gonna say the the episodes that I really liked. Uh, after that, I think were. Um. So okay. So like, actually, for me, Endless Eight was tough, kind of. But I, again, like I said, I liked it. I think the episodes after that I was not as into was when they were filming their movie for the fall festival. Oh right, yeah, that wasn't too great either. Like, it was just. Because it could, because again it became, it became like so much focus like so much of the episodes were just Mikuru 
being pushed around by Haruhi and being like being unwilling to do anything or unable to do stuff. And it was just nonsensical to a point where I was kind of just uninterested. Yeah. Um, And it got very repetitive and it was, we're to the point of the show where we know the characters and they're still kind of just like pointing out how the characters are like, Oh, look at Nikuru. She's a really shy girl. It's like, yeah, we know this, you know, yeah, you don't need to recharacterize this every five minutes, every five minutes. And I think the one thing I do think that it kind of got interesting at least was when she actually was shooting the lasers out of her eyes. Cause you're (laughs) like, Oh, Oh, okay. Like, yeah, (laughs) this is, you know, it's back to that supernatural thing and and that she's actually controlling with, you know, what she wants to see in it. Like that was maybe a part where I was starting. But other than that, I think once they got the film, um, it was that that was fine, and then and actually I found it more amusing seeing the actual film than yeah. the lead up to making it. Like yeah. I feel like if they would have shortened the making of it, and again, like I don't know how much you know I've never read the light novels, so you know how true to it they're being, and you know obviously that sort of thing. But just like in terms of uh, for me personally, as like a storytelling thing, I think it could have um, been wrapped up more. But the episode then following when uh, Haruhi plays in the band, I thought that was one of my favorite episodes. Um, called live alive is the episode yeah yeah i think that was a really good one i think it uh definitely put her in a different type of scenario than a lot of the other ones yeah it was really interesting to see her when the um the bandmates came to thank her yeah and it was like a whole different side of her personality you know and you started to see like i think the one thing that's really good i think the one thing that makes haruhi a likable character and a good character is that she Although she puts up this sort of, um, you know, tough, strong-willed, bullheaded, we're going to do this thing kind of um, appearance, is that you, you see that it actually comes, they, they show you it comes from a place that of like, like a deeper place. It was that feeling of wanting to be something extraordinary. Yeah. You know, when she talks about being at the baseball game and realizing all those, there's so many people there. And so like, and there's, and I think the show has nice little moments of you see her kind of take the wall down and you're seeing it's coming from a more sensitive place. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That she, yeah, she does. She wants to be an individual that stands out. You know, she does not want to be just a, one of the fish in the sea. Yeah, it's not from just like I'm a crazy, selfish person. No, which it's, it's it a I want my be. life to have meaning. Yeah, exactly. Um. So then, uh, do you have anything else? Do you have anything about the rest of the second season you want to talk about? Or uh, no, I think uh, we can move into the movie, which was more like a conclusion of yeah. sorts. Um, so to I guess give a quick little, you know, the movie. There, so there's the the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, which is the two epi- uh, two seasons, and then there's the disappearance of Haruhi Suzumiya, which, um, which is a very long movie. Is a very long movie. Yeah. That's- <laughs> Uh, that's, I, that's one thing I will say about it. It's, it's it's long. Yeah, so the plot of this movie is, you know, about ten minutes in, uh, Kion wakes up is and is in a world where Haruhi doesn't exist as far as he can tell. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's like everything else is the same, the people are the same, um, everyone's around, but no one knows who Haruhi is, and uh, your other main characters are no longer exceptional. Like, yeah. they're not... They're not Koizumi uh, isn't at his school. He's, he hasn't transferred in. Um, Nagato is a normal girl who's painfully shy. And uh, Mikoru has no idea who Kion is. And um, 
And so yeah, and none of them know who Haruhi is, and no one at the school knows who Haruhi is, or or the SOS Brigade or anything about it. No one can tell them except except then he does find out someone who does know something. Yes, but that Haruhi. that's like an hour and a half later. Yeah, I know that's like yeah. that's way into the movie. Yeah. Um. So, what are your thoughts? What were your thoughts on the movie? All right. So uh, first of all, I do think it was a little too long. Um, yeah, I would agree. I would say it's about halfway to a little over halfway that Kion finally finds someone who knows who Haruhi is, and it does pick up for that like last hour, but it was a bit of a trudge for that first like hour and a half. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Like the the whole search for Haruhi, um, you know, it it's it's cool to see him being shocked and sort of terrified in this world. Like I couldn't imagine waking up one day and and if I was like you know, I'm looking for Brandon and then suddenly everyone's like, Brandon, who's Brandon? You know? And I'm like, but I've been friends with him my whole life. What do you mean? Um, I'm sure that would be, yeah, I could see that as a, you know, kind of startling or shocking, but he has also gone through so much stuff with Haruhi that his reaction almost seems like a wild overreaction considering how many crazy things he's lived through. I mean, he lived the same two weeks for, you know, 15,000 times. And, (laughs) you know, you think he'd be more used to really weird things happening. Well, that's the thing, like, um, you know, like with his reactions to people where, you know, where he's, he's shaking his friend or like, the, the the scene with Mikuru and um the, uh, the other girl I forgot her name but she's the one who's kind of obnoxious um, yeah the bad guy no 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 not, no not, not um, that one not, okay. not uh, Asakura I think yeah. that's her name um no 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 the the other girl that's friends with Mikuru who's oh always yeah like, yeah I know who like, you're hey, talking about she yeah. got that really high pitched voice yeah I can't think that of her name that was a terrible impression um and uh but but that scene too where where I'm like there were a lot of times I was just like Kion just just say something just say something about you know like i don't know like like there were times where it's like he could have had one thing he could have said that probably would have made them not be like you're insane yeah and then he just wouldn't say it and and then everyone you know then they beat him up or you know he gets his you know yeah. punched in the face by by them and stuff like that so i don't know that was kind of one of those things where i was like eh. it kind of took me out of it a little bit yeah, you know it, what I mean. Yeah, it definitely he he seemed very recharacterized in this movie, and it didn't really make sense to me. Like there wasn't any sort of transition. Um, he seemed like a lot more helpless and a lot more insane. I mean, it's, yeah, I guess it's hard though. Like, I mean, could you? I mean, if you really put yourself in a world where if you truly did wake up and everything was different and someone who was maybe your best friend so like i said you as an example or something like or even just, you know something like that for but something you know i don't know where everything's radically different i, I don't know i well, mean i, I can see like i can see it it's it's uh, it's not something we can really compare to because we don't live in a fantasy world where we've been through all this <laughs> other stuff um it's true but yeah, when yeah. when he's on his like 10th person he's talking to about harvey and still yeah, shaking them asking them where she is like <laughs> yeah. still not grasping that no one knows who she is you know yeah, it's kind of like there, uh... there, there, i felt like there could have been a point where he's like okay so we've come to the conclusion that no one knows who Haruhi is and now i need to figure out yeah. where to go from there you know what i mean but then again i guess maybe he wouldn't have gotten the answer to where you know Haruhi is where she's at a different school which at, um, in his original timeline was an all girls school and now it's you know it's um both and it's and uh co-ed and then it's you know um koizumi's there with her and she, you know it, i think the one thing um about this movie i did 
it was interesting the tonal shift of how it was much more so like the the show is kind of silly at times and and there's nothing really too too heavy that happens in it um and then but the movie like had this really kind of like just sort of like felt like a gray cloud over you the entire time but like not in a bad way it was definitely darker and a lot more somber um but yeah i think it was i think the tonal shift was you know i wouldn't say a good one but definitely not a bad one you know it wasn't it was equally enjoyable in that regard yeah um i'd agree too though you know just the length getting the point i think like once once the train gets rolling though i think it's it's really worthwhile and the different timeline jumps um and figuring it out and it's interesting to see like you said like to see nagato as a different person and see how that how that changes things yeah and how Um, that dynamic works yeah you know she's just a normal girl now which there is i'm i'm like second guessing myself but i'm pretty sure there is an anime based off of nagato and I think it's when she. Yes, there was, is. Okay, I'm not making that up. No, right. you're you're not making that up. There was a, yeah. a spinoff made about Nagato, and it's her in this alternate reality where she yeah. is a regular girl. Okay, so I have not watched it. I just yeah. I didn't watch it either. It. Yeah. Okay. So so there's that too. Um, and I, I think it's called the Melancholy of Yuki Nagato. Or is whatever it, her name is. It's I it's something. Think. Yeah, yeah. Yuki Yuki Nagato is her name. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I think, like, yeah, once it gets really rolling, I think once Haruhi comes back, it actually really picks it, it kind of gives it this, like, nice little jump start, you know? Once, yeah, it, it, definitely, it definitely jolts it, and it's almost, it's almost like riding a roller coaster, and it's like mm-hmm. the, it's just this slow, slow climb, and then <laughs> stuff just starts happening once Haruhi comes into play, which was, like, I really enjoyed the last hour of this movie, it just took mm-hmm. a very long time to get there. yeah. And the different, you know, like, I was definitely surprised at points, too, when, um, like, when he has to go to stop Nagato from changing the time, which I was surprised it was her. I thought it was going to be Asakura because, you know, she was... So, I, I didn't think it was going to be Asakura because that was too obvious. Um, yeah. That's I tough. thought for a second it might have been Kion himself. You know who I thought it was for a second actually when they first showed you kind of saw the head his one his one friend the the one who um like not the tall one who likes all the girls but the other one the shorter one who's yeah always with them I thought for a hot second it was him because I saw the hair and it wasn't quite purple looking and I was like whoa that's no that's a curveball but then it it wasn't so I was like yeah. <laughs> it's totally um but anyway sorry go ahead. Oh yeah, no, I just I thought it might have been him for a second the way they were framing everything and especially when you're starting to get into like them figuring it out. There were a lot of the way uh Mikuru reacts to a lot of things. It was clearly one of the three of them, I thought. And mm. just like they would have a silence and you know pl- things being said between characters that you don't get to hear and her reactions made me oh, think yeah. it was one of the three of them. Um so I thought he made the most sense at the time. Mm-hmm. of him just like being fed up with all the crazy stuff and wanting to be normal yeah interesting but then you know i, I like i the you know it was shocking then i thought he actually was gonna die for a hot second oh i i the other 
Yeah. It was a hot, it was a hot, hot. It was very brief. And then I was like, he can't quite. <laughs> is it because enough. he said, I'm going to die? Because, you know, when I heard that, I was like, okay, no, you're not. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was the, that was the dead giveaway that yeah, it was that actually this is, not going to happen. Yeah, this is the least misleading thing ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then as it goes to the end, so then he, you know, they return everything back to the way it is because they, they stop Nagato from changing yeah the world um and the the timeline and so i think like in terms of the end you know the thing that i think for me was nice was the um when he's in the hospital room and he's talking to koizumi at first and then you realize that haro he's sleeping next to him in a little sleeping bag because she wouldn't leave him alone yeah that she's been there the whole time yeah that was like a touching moment and i think was the biggest affirmation of like their relationship which they've kind of danced around throughout the series yeah because there's like there's there's only a few moments there's that there's when they're walking home at the end of season two with the umbrella yeah um and then the kiss and maybe a couple other ones i can't think of but yeah it but i don't know i thought so i think for me that was a satisfying end because it it told me in some way that there is a deep personal bond between the two characters and had it ended without that i would have been like so what's next (laughs) you know what i mean or and, um, and I did for just to, now that we're talking about that scene, I don't know mm-hmm. why, but from an animation standpoint, him mm-hmm. peeling the apples was very satisfying to me. <laughs> I was sitting there watching and I was like, who's going to eat all these apples? Also, why haven't they gotten brown yet? That was, that was yeah. the thing. But maybe that's just, you know, maybe I'm, I'm asking too much of it, but which the animation in the movie is, you know, a step up. Obviously it's a movie, so they, they're going to have a little more money, but nice step up. I thought from the, uh, from the anime. Yeah. There's some nicely animated stuff in there. So, um, yeah, so real quick, so I think we should get into real life pretty soon. Um, uh, yeah, just one more quick question about oh, yeah, the movie. Because sure. um, yes. I, I was kind of unsure about this. Was Asakura just crazy in this alternate reality, or was she still aware of the previous reality? I think, if from what I could tell, she was just crazy. In this. So she just wanted to protect Nagato from being hurt okay so that's kind of what i was thinking too but it was because she didn't do any of the supernatural stuff that she could do she you know she I mean? didn't uh but so, she, she was conveniently there at the right time to intervene in them trying to set the world back to how it was yes, so that's true I, yeah i was i was i was i was leaning towards the side of she was just kind of crazy but you know i thought there might have been room to expand on that if i just missed something maybe that was telling about it yeah, from from as far as I can understand, I think she was just nuts. Yeah. So, so I guess um to quickly wrap it up, uh, I guess like kind of I don't know like what would you would you recommend this to someone? Would you watch this? Uh, you know, what what are your just kind of final? I I think thoughts? it had a lot of high peaks, low valleys. Um, you definitely have to be into the sci-fi side of it to really enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. It was definitely weird. Um. I, I w- it would have to be a taste recommendation. I wouldn't say, like, oh, everyone who likes anime should watch this show, because I could definitely see it being off-putting to some people. Yeah. I'd say, um, for me, I have a, I feel like I have a weird feeling about this show that I can't quite... Like, I can't quite pinpoint. There's something about it that I felt like was missing, you know, at times. And, it, and I think you said it pretty well with High Peaks, Low Valleys. There was a lot of that. But there was also something, just the overall 
feeling of the show and the movie that I think the characters are what I got really drawn to and the 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 story you know their their adventures whether or not they were as exciting um as I'd hoped there was something there's something about the overall show that I feel I felt satisfied with watching you know I think but it would be definitely I'd say something I would cautiously recommend to people you know I think if you if you have watched a lot of stuff you know you have a little more experience with different genres and types of anime then maybe I'd say you know check it out I think it's definitely worth investigating you know <laughs> funny SOS Brigade and the investigated things <laughs> um that's terrible yeah that uh, doesn't get a laugh it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't even get a courtesy laugh from you you're like no nope. you're not getting you're not getting anything for that that terrible joke um so yeah I, I would say definitely worth I'm not mad that I watched it I think it was definitely worth it um I think de- the only thing would be you're gonna watch the the disappearance split it up for yourself i took a nap part way through i you know paused it took yeah, a nice little nap I, that was a woke that was up a again two, and finished it that was a two sittings movie for me so um all right so let's let's talk about real life now so this was one um so when we were doing these i don't know if i mentioned this earlier so we each picked a back to school anime we wanted to look for some stuff and so i was the one who suggested haruhi and and uh, my one. choice was real life yeah, I had heard lots of good things about it. This is another one that I could only infer from the title that it was someone getting a second chance, and that's all I knew about it. However, did you figure that out? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, to give a quick kind of synopsis, is it's uh, about um, Arata Kaizaki, who is 26? He's 27. 27. And he is um, a neat... Yes, a neat, which means not in employment, education, or training. Um, and so he he has a part-time job in a convenience store, um, and he gets his, you know, his parents supplement some of his rent. And uh, he's basically um, a perfect candidate for this corporation. It's a corporation, right? Yeah. Re- yeah. For real life, where you take this pill and it gives you a second chance to relive your high school, to hopefully alter the course of your life, to give you a better trajectory and more success. Yeah, and um, the the overall um, thing they told, which I just rewatched the first episode, and mm-hmm. uh, I think I missed this the first time through because I don't think it's mentioned again, but they mm-hmm. tell him that if he is does a good job his second time through high school, that they will give him a job. Yeah, so it's that's right. It's leading to immediate employment. Right. It's not like it's not like, hey, oh, so you know, good luck in the workforce. But yeah, yeah. you actually you actually do get a job. Um, yeah, and so uh, so he ends up taking taking this on. He um, um, he's approached by uh, Rio Yoke, um, who works for Real Life. He gives him the pill and changes him back, and so then he ends up in this in the high school. Um, where he's, you know, you've got your different characters. So there's An, who's another student who's new, um, who we later learn more about. Um, Chizuru, who is kind of the loner, and she's socially awkward. Um, super intelligent, yeah, but... class president type. Class president type, yeah, but but has, like, no social skills whatsoever. Um, Reina, who is uh, very smart. She's friends with um, Kazuomi, and she plays volleyball, and is also very smart but always comes in second in both yeah um, so, so then the second best athlete second best student and feels and so that, like she's a failure because of it 
Yeah, and that's constantly eating her. And then you have Kazomi, who's totally oblivious to everything, who is essentially me in high school. Um, would, you know, had no idea if anyone liked me unless they would have explicitly come up and told me, and I probably still wouldn't have believed them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never believed me, and I was your friend since we were little kids, so... Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so, yes, I've literally had experiences where some people had crushes on me, and you would anyone with half a brain would have known. They're like, this, this girl likes you. And, yeah, I was totally, totally oblivious to it in high school, so... Um, and then, uh, so then there's Hanukkah, who's the captain of the volleyball team, so just to give you sort of the other um competitor in Reina's mind but she's like her one of her best friends so it's not like it's all terrible yeah it's, um, and it's it's not incredibly vicious and Hanukkah is completely unaware of you know the competitiveness Reina feels towards her and she's super sweet and nice and I think the one thing that you find in some of the episodes later is that you know she's also though not the smartest not in terms of like she's ditzy but she just doesn't do well in school and partly why she's there is because of her um athleticism you know because she does really well in volleyball and she could have gone to a school that would have been more competitive but she didn't so um and then she has her couple friends nobunaga and akira or uh what they call them nobu and aki for for short in the show those are hanukkah's friends um they make a couple appearances but nothing nothing crazy yeah they're not too important yeah so um so yeah, let's just let's just start talking about this. All right, so, so yeah, I, I will say I really liked this show. Um, I, I think it, definitely it was agree. a pretty, it was steady good. You know, it, yeah, it, I consistent. wouldn't say yeah, I wouldn't say any episode was really like, oh my god, this episode was amazing. Um, but every episode was enjoyable, which is important. Yeah, I think um, I think it was like yeah, I, I agree with you. It was definitely a show that the like the pacing of it as well. I don't remember ever feeling like oh, this episode is kind of. It kept you know it kept moving forward. Um, I think like the I think the thing for this show that's great is you know and as we're talking about you know, school settings, school settings are huge in anime, right? Because high school is such an important thing in especially in Japan. That's you know I think I feel like if you were to give a comparison in America, I think we look at college you know your undergraduate college is your is your like the time of your life yeah and that's like your formative years that's where like you really find yourself yeah where i think high school or it's even just like that's when you can have the most fun yeah and high and in high school in japan from what i understand and what i've heard is that that's more um that's more it because you don't have to go to college necessarily and a lot of people can go to work and you know there is a different culture of work there um, so it's it's very intense, and so this is like your last chance because after that you're going to be working and you're going to be working really hard. So um, I think that so that's just uh, for anyone who maybe doesn't doesn't know and to give a little context, like that's why you know, people are like, why is this high? Why does every anime have a high school? It's because <laughs> yeah, that's like, like a huge such, part. Was that like half the animes that come out? Yeah, and you have to think about who they're targeting too. It's you know it's going to be people in that range ish and older you know that sort of like yeah. you know that can um, still still relate um which speaking of that's also why i really of, yeah. great segue yeah yeah that's also why i really like this show because i'm i am at that age where you know i you know i have a steady job but i'm also not on a career path that i would have seen myself on at this point in my life and you know the idea of having a second chance is appealing mm-hmm um I entirely agree with that. That was one of the things for me, you know, so we're both, we're both right around his age and 
um, you know, for me, being someone who just finished graduate school, who's trying to figure out in a very, very um, competitive, non, not many guarantees sort of field and trying to figure out what I'm doing with myself and have I made the right decisions and why did I do some of the stuff I did or uh, is this what I really want to do or is there something else I can do with it? And I don't know, just kind of trying to trying to reassess life and figure things out. Um, I feel like this show, we talked about it in episode one when we... Um, how I think it was an episode where certain anime hit you at the right time. Yeah. I feel like this was one of those ones that hit me at a really good time. That yeah, it was, I agree that, completely with that. Yeah, that like I, I would have liked it, I think, regardless. But being at this point, at this time in my life, I, I really latched on to onto that idea of, you know, sort of that... that because, because the thing about Arata is, and I think this is the thing people forget it, even today, is a lot of people are in their situations not because they're because they're stupid or because they're dumb or because they're lazy or because of anything. Sometimes, I mean, there's a lot, life is just not easy all the time, to be honest. I mean, like, that's just kind of a thing. And so like, you look at a character like Arata is, you know, he had, uh, he had a very serious event happen that sort of knocked his life off course. Yeah. Like it's, so at the, Um, at the beginning, uh, he had worked with a company for three months and, you know, he's trying to interview and get jobs, but no one will hire him because he left a company after working there three months. And he's telling everyone, like, oh, it just wasn't a good fit. You know, I didn't really like it. And you learn later on that one of his mentors um, at that company, she got basically bullied so much by her coworkers for trying to do the right thing and be... A, you know, stand-up person at this company. That and she had gotten up... involved. And yeah. he, that was the other thing. He had gotten involved and she said, don't worry about it, stay out of it. And then he said something and it actually intensified and made things worse. Yeah, where he tried to stand up for her and they just went even harder down on her and she ended up killing herself. And so that's why, like, he... That kind of broke him, and he was like, "I can't work in this place around these people anymore." And Understandably, yeah, it was the so. way they handled it too yeah. afterwards, where they're like, you know, almost glossing over the fact that the the culture of that company is is what led to her eventual suicide, um, in a lot of ways. So, yeah, I think, um, which that was, you know, I thought that was a nice, nice isn't necessarily the word, but I thought that was a, a really hard-hitting moment in the show that you know really um you know made it not just the slight-hearted oh look at this you know here's this concept the guy goes back to high school (laughs) but like there was i liked that there was a real a real event yeah it it added this it added weight to the show i think yeah to what otherwise could have been a cute concept yeah which is what it kind of felt like for a while going up to that that it was still enjoyable but it was like all right where's the meat and Mm -hmm. you know you learn that and that's where the first thing you get of like okay so this show does have some something behind it other than like here's this episode of the week of a 27 year old 17 year old body you know yeah this is awkward (laughs) he kind of likes a girl and he's technically 27 yeah yeah she's 17 what's he gonna do um yeah, which I mean that that was funny too, but you know uh, it it was and that 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 they did so many things well with that and it's just like playing yeah. off this humor and he's just trying to be like oh I can't get close to these people because they're a bunch of kids and I'm not also their memories are all going to be erased of him when this program's over so there's that side of it where he's like yeah I don't want to have them lose a bunch of their memories because I'm the only one they're spending time with at this age yeah 
I thought that was, yeah, I thought they handled that well. It was, like, funny, but, like, never got into the, to the realm of being, like, super creepy, weird. Yeah. Um, and even, like, the episode where on is it coming on to him. Like, <laughs> like well, I think, like, all that stuff, it created the tension. Like, I remember being like, oh, is it, is it, oh, is yeah. this going to actually happen? Is it? Um, which I totally, I totally called. So the one thing about the show, though, some of it is a little predictable. Uh, like, I totally nailed from the beginning. I was like, okay, she is definitely... She's definitely like the other real life student or something like that, which she ends up being, she works for real life and she had what she had been in one, a student or cause they both had her and her and Rio, right? No, they hadn't been students of it or no, he's, he's only the second one. He's zero zero two. Oh, oh, so that's right. Sorry. You're so right. You're they, right. Uh, she, they work for them, but they yeah. take the pill to look younger. Yeah. They still take the pill to look younger, but they work for real life and she ends up being the, comes out that she's the one that scouted him and. You yeah. know, she's training to be a supervisor in real life as well, like Ryu is. Ryo. Yeah, <laughs> Ryu, Street Fighter. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just, um, uh, yeah, I liked An. I thought An was a good character, too. I liked I the An relationship between her and Ryo. I yeah, was like... I, I thought that was a good one. And uh, I, But it was, to me, uh, it was, Ara- it was uh, Arata and Chizuru that really oh, for sure. pushed things forward. And yes. him, like, kind of opening her up to being able to be around people and talk to people and socialize a little bit more. And I don't know about you, but I called that one about halfway through that about. you, that you learn. Yeah. About her being the previous test subject. Yeah. So for me, I don't know what it was that it took me way longer. Like I, I remember watching, I was like, okay, who, who could it be? Who could it be? Because there was something about it that I just was like, no, but I, I don't think it could be her. But then you know it is revealed that Chizuru is the yeah, other, and they, and they give you that in the finale, of course. Yeah, and I think it was. I think when I really started to notice it was when the episode where it kind of recounts what Rio had gone through with zero zero one. Yeah, I think that's where it started for me to be okay, maybe you know something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, their relationship's great. It's funny. I think like the delivery of the deadpan delivery of Chizuru's lines made things like really funny. It's like a genuinely funny show. Yeah. They did a really um, good job with that dry humor. Yeah. That dry humor, which I loved and just like the total lack of social awareness and things and just being like, but you didn't, but what, but what did I, what yeah. did I do? Yeah. You, you didn't know? say and, that or do you need yeah. me to say it to you directly? Yeah. And um, the smiling bit was, I think, is one of the funniest things that when I was that, that cracked was up yeah, at. that was my favorite recurring joke <laughs> like, where it was like even, he just tells her that you need to smile more, and then she creepily grins at people all the time, yeah. <laughs> and they just like would all freak out about it. They're like, "Oh my god, what is with this smile? Like, what's she doing?" Yeah, I just thought that was really, I thought that was really funny, and just like the animation of it yeah. was just, and like the little <sighs> every time. <laughs> yeah, the, was, um, I, I'm gonna eat your kid's face. Yeah, yeah. Um, which like led to like to one of the huge plot plot things where Reina thinks that Chizuru is like making fun of her and hates her and is like gonna steal Kazumi from her and yeah because yeah, she just all these horrible keep, things and just want to be friends keeps grinning at her oddly yeah um, which yeah I thought like it was interesting seeing I think they do also do a good job of showing in this is when um, in high school how how important things are to you in that moment and how little they'll mean to you later on and yeah. Arata can kind of like put it in perspective for them i mean you know to think about the things that you thought were important when you were 16 it's like yeah to anyone who's 16 who may be listening 
not to negate <laughs> not to negate what you're feeling but just know but yeah he he does and he he's able to do that like i'm sure we've all had people when we were kids adults were always telling us like this isn't the end of the world you know that's your life is not that important right now maybe not such harsh <laughs> words but basically yeah. like, like you'll yeah. get <laughs> your life is meaningless sorry <laughs> but basically like like this is where you're at now is not going to be important to you in 10 years and you know you're as a kid you're like oh well you don't get me because you're older he's able to try to you know connect with them because he is the same age giving this advice to them as Mm -hmm. a peer rather than a superior yeah exactly it's not like being talked down to yeah um yeah so i think like um just a real quick thing about just the the overall show too is, is i loved the um how it's shift in tone like with the with the like sort of uh really kind of like deformed animation sort of things where we'd almost get like chibi yeah animation. yeah they they mix that in that really fun- well yeah i thought that was really funny and really good it kind of reminded me of um like full metal alchemist when they would do stuff like that and yeah. i was like that because you could have this serious show where it's like we're trying to bring our mother back and then it would be you know and then it's like okay here's a here's a 30 second block for jokes yeah yeah exactly so i mean i thought it worked i thought it worked well like you know there's just funny stuff i remember like the one part where um where arata's in the bushes because he's like oh i'm gonna leave as chizuru's waiting by the gate for reina yeah because reina had stolen her bag and she's trying to figure out you know why does reina hate me Mm -hmm. and and he's hiding in the bushes and then um is it rio's there and he's like right by him and there's like just funny stuff that happens with that i thought you know that that was one of those things where uh that little scene was like another a good example of that um for me and um yeah i think just quick question because the thing about this is would you if so if someone offered you a real life pill would you do it oh it's it's really tough to say because part of me is like yeah the opportunity to have a career in a program like that would be real cool um i don't know if i'd want to go back to high school though you know (laughs) it's kind of like you know i i don't think i'm at that point where i i think it would be an enjoyable experience for me i that's the only thing about this that i don't quite get is like he he's all about it. He's like, "Yep, take me back to being 17." And uh well, I, I mean, mean it, he just seems to, I don't know, be really excited about going back to high school at some points, which I don't know. Like for me it's just not that appealing. Yeah, but he like, he also is in a I guess was in a worse place than I am right now when he started, so Yeah, like I mean, so you know, thinking about it like I'm not like I'm in no hurry to ever want to go back to high school again. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't terrible, but it's also not like I don't know, for me it was just like this really weird awkward phase. Yeah. I always describe my time in high school as feeling like constantly warm and like slightly sweaty. You know what I mean? Just like this really uncomfortable <laughs> yeah, feeling. Yeah, I could I you know, could see like, that. Like, like it's just like uncomfortably hot all the time. Um and so but but I will say too though like there was a lot of change for me in high school in terms of just like so, like socially and like understanding things and i don't know like there were there's a lot of good memories from that now actually like this is sort of bringing it back and uh, so would i like would i be mad like would i be oh like i need to go back to high school i don't know if it would be as bad as i initially thought but um i don't know i just to answer you know, my own if, question yeah if the, if the deal was you just get to be 17 and start from there again then absolutely because that's 10 more years of life i get back but you know 
That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but, in, but in the way it works in real life, no, I don't think I would. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't think I would either right now, at least at this point. I'm not that desperate just yet. <laughs> Maybe in a couple years. Um, but yeah, I think like uh, um, something else too about the show, just to add that I, I really liked about it is I liked the, uh, in terms of characters is Arata, how he stood up for what he believed in. I think that was like a cool character to like relate to and understand and you know how he, he told him off and not that you should go telling off your bosses and things like that all the time, but, but just that he, he stood up for, you know, what most people would recognize is a bad thing. You know, yeah, like, like instead of instead of just going with it and putting your head down and taking it and dealing with it and and you know just accepting a culture for the way it is, he tried to do something about it. And so I think that's like a, that's a valuable lesson for people. I think you know from the smallest level to the to the biggest that you know just to quietly accept everything isn't always the best route in life. You know. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah, you know, because, well, sometimes, you know, you also look at where he ends up because of it, and then, you know, there's, that's true. there's value to both sides of the argument there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You got to pick your get... battles. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Less, the lesson of real life, pick your battles, because yeah. you might have to end up doing a pill that reverses everything. <laughs> um, and so, going forward with it, uh, season, there's a second season. Second coming. season's coming out. Uh, however. Some, sometimes in the next year. I think so. But however... This is something is that it's only going to be four episodes, I think four OVAs, or yes, something like that, which is uh, disappointing. Which is kind of a bummer. I was expecting a full another, you know, twelve, thirteen episodes. So when I heard that, I wasn't too happy. Um, yeah, because it's a it's a it's a net manga that's still going on, right? It's still, yeah. So, yeah, as far as I know, it's still ongoing. Because I'm curious, I want to see like what happens. Because now I was like, okay, well, Chizuru is actually an adult so it's like cool you guys can date let's you know let's see how this goes well and (laughs) and that's that's the whole big thing of you know i if this does continue to be an ongoing thing and it keeps coming out with episodes like i will lose interest and become very unsatisfied pretty quickly i think now that it's been revealed to the audience that they're both real life candidates if for the next however long they don't find that out about each other you know and if it's just a thing they dance around for a long time which is pretty common in anime that uh, mm-hmm. that would really kill my interest. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of like those like in sitcoms when they when it's always the thing like oh they had a baby and then it was just the sitcom went down. Yeah, if that analogy makes any sense, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. But no, I, I don't. I don't think that's quite the same thing. I don't know. It's like because like th- like, that's that's a realization of the relationship where is oh, actually I what I want here. You know. I, I don't want oh, the rest of the show you to want be them. I get you now. Okay. Just just a, a recognition of who they I are. See. Not, you're, so yeah. you're saying is you don't want it to be like you know it would be like twenty episodes of them being like we can't let anyone know that like other than you know can't let our friends know or whatever and oh no I'm talking twenty episodes of them not knowing that they are both in real life. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like oh, okay. So you're glad that they revealed it. Well, they didn't reveal it to each other. They didn't reveal it to each other. You're right. It's okay. only it's Sorry. only revealed to the audience. That's so, right. Yeah, they totally. don't know. Yes. Okay. Because that's at the very end of the very end of the last episode. That's why they do the whole like, oh, I'll never this forget is... you, and he's like, I'll, I'll never, never forget... forget you, and they're thinking yeah. this person's totally gonna forget me. Forget me because and that's then it's part of real life. Gonna... Yeah. yeah. Got it. Okay. Sorry. 
It's been a while since I watched the last episode. Yeah. Watched that one. Watched that one about the beginning of this month, I feel like. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Anything else? Do you want to? No, I think I think it? that uh, just about sums it up. Uh, season two, I am looking forward to Me too. the exploration of that, and hopefully, it won't just be you know four side stories like OVAs yeah, tend to I'm be curious. sometimes. I'm curious what they're going to be able to do in four. You know, is is it going to be and is it potentially like longer ones? You know, um, like Helsing Ultimate. I know you know is, a, is an OVA and longer. At least those are like I think 45 minutes each or something like that. So maybe they'll do something like that. Yeah, oh. I'll, I'll be curious uh, for when it comes out. I'll definitely still watch. Or something. But yeah, any I'll final definitely. thoughts? Um, I I just say like anyone in your anyone in your mid to late 20s, early 30s, like in in anime, you should watch this. This is required viewing for anyone at that age especially especially if you maybe kind of are like what am i doing with my life where am i going what's this because it's it's definitely i think um you know it's relatable it's sort of affirms a little bit that it's okay to be where you are at this point in your life maybe if you're sort of like trying to figure things out i feel like that's what life is is constantly trying to figure things out um yeah i would um this one i would definitely I would recommend it, like I said, specifically to this, to this age. I'm I'm curious, anyone younger, what they would think of it. I'm curious, someone older. I don't know, you know, how, if you're yeah. maybe someone in your 40s who's into anime and watching it, like, would it change? Um, is it would it be almost like nostalgic or looking back? I don't know. I'm just curious what the age difference. Yeah, I I would definitely want to hear a younger person's perspective to see someone who you know likes school-based animes but maybe they're at that age where they're like 15 16 17 and they're in those high school years if they have a different opinion on it or not yeah for sure um so anyway highly recommended for me what about you yeah i i think it's one pretty much anyone would enjoy uh like Mm -hmm. you said definitely if you're in that age group of you know still trying to figure out life but you're in your late 20s early 30s that kind of area i think it's best for that age group yeah but i but think I actually, everyone you know, would like it i would say i did i watched it with Alyssa, and she loved it so as someone who's well she's in her early 20s but i think she's got things or mid-20s but she's got things that they a little more figured out so you know yeah anyone can enjoy it i think and so um yeah with that i think that's gonna do it for this episode um so coming up we're gonna have some fun stuff for the month of october we're gonna be doing all sorts of halloween-esque themed where we talk about horror anime witches horror and monsters yes all sorts of different things um so we're gonna try to do a bunch of different stuff um it's gonna be a lot of anime watching on our end but hopefully we'll be able to to get through it all we'll see um and uh just if you're interested in uh again where to find us you can find us on instagram um you can find if you want to listen to this um, and you want to tell people where they can listen to us. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on TuneIn. So pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find us. Um, not quite Otaku Anime Podcast, uh, and um, potentially you can find us on Twitter. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we do have a Twitter. We do. It'll be more active coming up coming up yeah but definitely i think instagram or our email um again nqopodcast at gmail.com we'd love to hear from people we hope people are, are enjoying this um we just want to be able to share our just enjoyment of anime with others and our thoughts and get to talk about it and 
hopefully in some way this is uh, informative and enjoyable for you guys. Uh, anything else, Brandon, before we go? Uh, no, I think that just about sums it up. You all, all right, have a good so, night. Yes, have a good night, and we'll see you at the next episode. Bye.